Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Survey says, I'm Shana Stulen. How will Frederick County Public Schools carry out a year-old Department of Justice settlement? I'm Sandy Kozell. Fairfax schools will be on trial for not protecting a student against an alleged assault. I'm Michelle Morello. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steele. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Time to hit the road again. Most of the people who went someplace for Thanksgiving weekend are headed home right now. WCBS-TV's Kevin Rincon is along Jersey Turnpike in Ridgefield, New Jersey. We've seen license plates from up and down the East Coast here at this rest stop. I'm just happy we're almost home. For Tanya, this quick pit stop, the last one before getting back. She's been in the car for more than 12 hours after spending the Thanksgiving holiday with her son and grandkids down in North Carolina. National Weather Service meteorologist Mark Chenard says rain could slow some people down. If you're driving, say, from Illinois, Ohio, Kentucky, mid-Atlantic into the southeastern U.S., not really expecting flooding rain, but, you know, just a combination of increased cars on the road and rainy weather. Heavy snow and below freezing temperatures of the story in Kiev, where millions of people in and around Ukraine's capital are without heat or light. Relentless Russian bombing knocked out much of the country's power and the U.N. is promising help. Humanitarian aid coordinator Jens Lerka. We and our partners are supporting the authorities with generators to critical facilities such as hospitals and schools. Nearly 400 generators have already been delivered by U.N. agencies and thousands more are in the pipeline. There's been some debate on whether the U.S. should keep sending weapons support to Ukraine. Republican Michael McCall is a member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, and he tells ABC's This Week there's good reason to send long-range weapons there. We give them what they need. They win. If we don't, it's going to be a long, protracted war. At the World Cup, Morocco's goalkeeper showed up for the national anthem before a match with Belgium, then disappeared before the game. Moroccan TV says he just wasn't feeling well. There's a protest involving the U.S. and Iran. I'm Roxana Saberi in Doha, where the U.S. men's soccer team has removed the Islamic Republic of Iran emblem from the center of Iran's official flag on its posts on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The flag now bears only its green, white, and red stripes. The U.S. plays Iran at the World Cup on Tuesday as anti-regime protests in Iran show no signs of slowing. Just under three and a half hours ago, dragon contact and soft capture complete. A special delivery as a cargo dragon spacecraft docked with the International Space Station with 7,700 pounds of experiments and supplies, including some Thanksgiving treats. Bad weather at the Cape delayed the launch and arrival until after the holiday. And NASA's Orion moonship is close to the halfway point of its mission. Nearly 270,000 miles from Earth, that's the farthest that a human-rated spacecraft has ever gone. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 888-74-STEEL and get a quote today. On Sunday, November 27th, 47 degrees, rain through much of the day, high in the low to mid 50s. Good morning, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. Police in D.C. and Prince George's County are looking for whoever shot at a Metro bus yesterday. 
They're on the lookout for the suspect and their car. Photos of the car and suspect have now been released by police. The suspect was driving a dark Honda sedan with Virginia plates with last four digits reading 7097. Not much more is known about the suspect because they were wearing a ski mask at the scene. D.C. police say an M6 Metro bus was shot in the front and rear at around 1 p.m. It was driving near Southern and Pennsylvania Avenue just at the D.C.-Maryland line. $1,000 reward for any info about the suspect is being offered by police. To get a better look at photos of the car and suspect, head to WTOP.com. Luke Luger, WTOP News. There were no injuries reported in that Saturday afternoon shooting. The man is dead after being struck by a car in the district. D.C. police say it happened Saturday afternoon on Central Avenue in Southeast. The victim was pronounced dead on the scene. The driver did stick around after the crash. A workplace incident is being blamed for the death of a Manassas man yesterday. A fall from the back of a moving vehicle turned deadly for 40-year-old Heidi Ricardo Lopez Rivas Saturday morning. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says they were called just before 9.30 in the 23,000 block of Evergreen Mill Road in Leesburg for a man who had fallen from a vehicle. Police determined that Rivas fell from the back of a truck while the truck was in motion. The truck driver immediately stopped the vehicle and called for assistance. Revis was pronounced dead at the scene. Although the investigation is still active, authorities say there is no indication of criminal activity. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. A new book brings to life a much-forgotten deadly drama in Washington history, a two-day siege by terrorists 45 years ago. As author Shahan Mufti tells it, March 9th, 1977 was a busy day in D.C. But while this is happening, a group of men are loading an incredible amount of arms and ammunition onto rented U-Haul trucks. The armed men, members of the Hanafi Muslim group, took 150 hostages at three places. Radio reporter Maurice Williams was killed. Dozens were injured, including the city's future mayor, Marion Barry. It was uh, setting the stage for some really big political shifts that were coming in the world. Mufti says later events would overshadow the complicated and deadly standoff he writes about in American Caliph, the 1977 siege of Washington, D.C. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Voters in Maryland recently approved making marijuana legal in the state. It's a move that has a lot of support around the country. Nearly 90% of American adults think that marijuana should be legal either for recreational or medical use or both. Only 10% of adults recently surveyed by the Pew Research Center think it should be illegal. Currently, 19 states, including Virginia as well as D.C., have made a small amount of pot fully legal to possess. 37 states have legalized medical marijuana. Still, there are limits in the ballot measure approved by Maryland voters that goes into effect next summer. Someone younger than 21 could be hit with a $100 fine if they have marijuana with them that isn't from a medical dispensary. And, of course, driving while high, that's illegal. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Just over 5,000 U.S. adults were surveyed. Coming up after traffic and weather, a 16-year-old shot and killed in southeast D.C. It's 1107. 
Moments like making my kids my famous meatballs mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. It's 11.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Sandy. Busy travel day, of course, as people go back home from the Thanksgiving holiday and the rain. Man, that is not a good look right now. If you're traveling the Beltway in Prince George's County, enter Outer Loops as you head toward Route 5 Branch Avenue and after Route 5, Crash activity remains along the left side of the roadway, so watch out for that. Otherwise, 270 northbound after 109, we had the report of a crash. Uncertain if that is on the shoulder or not. If you're on 15 both ways, as you make your way near Mountville Road in Frederick, follow police direction for the crash scene there. 301 northbound near Route 5, Matterwoman Beantown Road, still under police direction for that wreck. No problems right now on I-95. We do see some volume northbound as you head toward the Howard County Rest Area and southbound past 212 toward the Beltway Ramps. Interloop slowdowns approaching New Hampshire Avenue off and on toward the ramps to go north onto I-95. The traveling Route 50 across the Bay Bridge, you're in good shape right now between the Capitol Beltway and the Eastern Shore, with three lanes west across the Bay and two lanes in the eastbound direction. Traveling in Virginia, looking good on the Beltway so far as you make your way between Alexandria and McLean, but starting to see some more volume on the interloop ramp to go south onto I-95. Southbound I-95, the sticking point between Newington and Fredericksburg in separate stretches. You're often on the brakes there. Northbound still seeing some delays as you leave Thornburg into Fredericksburg, headed toward Route 3. Once you get past the Centerport Parkway, easier ride toward the Springfield Interchange with your travel lanes available and your express lanes pointed in the northbound direction. No problems going across the Harry Nice Mac Middleton Bridge. You guys are in good shape. Most people, again, keeping their speeds low. If you're on I-395 northbound going up to and across the 14th Street Bridge, it's just volume reported to us there. Northbound on DC-295, leaving the 11th Street Bridge, headed toward Pennsylvania Avenue. Possible crash being reported in that location. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. A quick-moving storm system from the southwest will usher in rain starting before sunrise, continuing off and on throughout the day. Periods of moderate rain late morning will bring temperatures in the mid-50s, winds from the southwest at 15 to 20 miles per hour. Winds diminish during the overnight, gradual clearing as the rain ends. Back to work, back to school for Monday. Partly cloudy skies, temperatures in the low 50s, winds from the west to 10 miles per hour. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. It's 47 degrees outside the WTOP studios, and it's raining. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11-11. 
A deadly shooting in southeast D.C. yesterday left a 16-year-old dead and a person of interest in police custody. Police say it happened in Berry Farms in the 1600 block of Morris Road. The teen pronounced dead at an area hospital. Authorities believe that shooting was targeted. A two-alarm blaze in Dumfries leaves one person seriously hurt and four others displaced. Fire crews got the call just after 7 yesterday morning and were told a person was trapped inside a burning townhouse on Dahlgren Place. Prince William County Fire and Rescue personnel were able to rescue a woman from an upstairs bedroom, getting her out using an aerial ladder. A helicopter took her to a regional burn center for treatment of serious injuries. The townhouse sustained moderate damage. The cause of the fire is under investigation. The Supreme Court has rejected hearing an appeal of a lawsuit against the Fairfax County school system after a student was allegedly sexually assaulted on a school trip in 2017. The suit was filed on behalf of the girl who said she was touched by a classmate without her consent on a bus ride for an Oaken High School band trip in 2017. In 2019, a jury acquitted the school district saying they didn't know it happened, so they couldn't have prevented it. A later appeal reinstated the suit. That's when the district appealed to the Supreme Court. With their rejection, the case will go to trial in federal court in Alexandria. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. The Justice Department reached a settlement with a Maryland school district almost a year ago to protect students with disabilities. A report finds the district, though, is way behind in carrying it out. The Frederick County Public School settlement with the Department of Justice was over the district's illegal use of seclusion and restraint against students with disabilities. It required three months of weekly, hour-long therapy sessions to every student subjected to seclusion and restraint in two recent school years. The Frederick News Post reports the district's acting executive director of special education told a recent board meeting that it wasn't clear how much it would have to spend to comply. She said only about 15 students have gotten compensatory services so far out of nearly 400 eligible students. Coming up on WTOP, which commander's quarterback gets the call for this afternoon's game against Atlanta? It's 11-13. Honey, I did it. You did what? I switched us to T-Mobile. Really? Did you see those rate hikes from AT&T and Verizon this year? With T-Mobile's price lock guarantee, they won't raise our rates for talk, text, and data ever. T-Mobile won't raise the rate ever? 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 Happy New Year! Is our T-Mobile rate the same? Yeah! Nice. Happy Valentine's Day, sweetie. You too. Say, is our T-Mobile rate still the same? It is. Happy 4th of July! Same T-Mobile rate. Yes, it is. Happy Labor Day. Still the same. Yes! It's still the same rate. This holiday, make the switch from Verizon and AT&T to T-Mobile. With T-Mobile's price lock guarantee, we won't raise the rate of your talk, text, and data ever. And you'll avoid those random rate hikes. Get even more at T-Mobile. Exclusions like taxes and fees apply. Price lock guarantees rate plan price of current on network service for eligible lines on new accounts. See details at tmobile.com. It's Sunday, and it's time to bet the NFL with FanDuel Sportsbook. When you bet an NFL same-game parlay from now through tomorrow, all customers can get up to $100 in free bets, win or lose. Bet an NFL SGP or same-game parlay plus of at least $20. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs. SGP's pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. I love betting the NFL on FanDuel because there are so many different ways to wager. I can take a shot on an anytime touchdown score or take advantage of some alternate spreads. Get up to $100 in free bets, win or lose, when you bet an NFL same-game parlay of four legs or more. Sign up with promo code BIGCHI. 
That's promo code Big G. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To Ben Raby. All right, Sandy, Commanders looking to continue their playoff push today, but they'll have to do so without pass rusher Chase Young. Young still waiting to make his season debut. He's been ruled out this morning with an illness. That said, even without Young, the Commanders have won two straight and five of their last six. Taylor Heineke among the catalysts for the in-season turnaround. Another start today for Heineke as the Commanders face the five and six Falcons. George Wallace suggesting, though, Atlanta a legitimate threat. They are. They are. You know, Marcus Mariota's playing some good football. He was uh, a free agent this offseason that uh, had been linked to Washington uh, as far as a quarterback is concerned. But he's playing well, and the Falcons are, are running the football pretty well, too. But Washington is, look, I mean, they're, they're, their biggest strength right now is that defensive line up front. So Atlanta's strength and Washington's strength should be a good battle today. And it's a 1 o'clock kickoff at FedEx Field. Elsewhere, NFL Network reporting Aaron Rodgers' fractured thumb. More serious than originally thought, and surgery is expected at some point. Now, Rodgers has played through the injury, though the Packers have lost six of their last seven. Packers in Philadelphia tonight for Sunday Night Football. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford ruled out for their game against the Chiefs. Understudy and Virginia alum Bryce Perkins said to make his first career start. Soccer Canada in the World Cup for the first time since 1986. And Canada, an early one nothing lead over Croatia. Final earlier, Morocco beat Belgium 2-0, Costa Rica 1-0 win over Japan. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Someone shot at a Metro bus in Southeast yesterday afternoon. Police call it road rage and are searching for the suspect's car. President Biden says he'll push Congress to enact more gun control measures following a string of mass shootings in recent weeks. And the Biden administration is easing some oil sanctions on Venezuela in a bid to boost newly restarted talks between the regime of Nicolas Maduro and opposition leaders. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Tis the season to be jolly, or is it? The holidays can produce a multitude of emotions, not all good, especially when the talk turns to current events. It's important to know that we never change anybody's political opinion. So you can decide to listen with an open mind, but I think it's perfectly okay to say, I've decided I'm not going to talk about politics. Psychotherapist Dr. Robbie Ludwig, she describes it as an emotional minefield. Someone's hosting, say, we're not talking about politics politics because that leads to bad feelings. Ludwig says political drama can only make things worse, so it might be a good time to pass the peas to keep the peace. Del Walters, WTOP News. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth is in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, on the interloop after Route 5 Branch Avenue, the left side remains blocked as they try to pull out the overturned vehicle from the median. So stay alert along the left side and move over to the right in order to give them some room in order to work. For traveling 270 northbound, headed toward 109, the crash before 80 is out of the roadway. Your travel lanes are once again reopened, but of course delays remain there. 15 near Mount Brill Road. That's where we had the crash. At last report, you were following police direction in order to get around there. I-95 is in good shape and no problems being reported on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway between the two beltways. Route 50 remains clear. 
going to and from the Chesapeake Bay Bridge with your travel lanes open and three lanes west, two lanes open in the eastbound direction. If you're in Virginia, no problems on the Beltway for now. 66 looks good. I-95 is the big sticking point southbound leaving the Springfield Interchange. You're off and on the brakes in separate stretches between the Springfield Interchange and Fredericksburg. Northbound I-95 slows leaving Route 1 Spotsylvania headed toward Route 3 in Fredericksburg. Once you get past the Rappahannock River Bridge, brief delays toward the Centerport Parkway, but after that you should be clear toward the Springfield Interchange with your travel lanes open and available there. If you're traveling in Fairfax, new problems on Roberts Parkway at New Guinea Road. That's where we had the report of a crash. Otherwise, I-395 looks pretty smooth northbound as you head up to and across the 14th Street Bridge. Your travel lanes are open and available. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Now to the forecast. That rain's finally here, Clay Anderson. Absolutely, Sandy. A matter of fact, Storm Team 4 radar, we are now finally inundated north, south, east, and west. Whether you're going to Baltimore, whether you're coming down to 70 or I-95 north and south, everyone is seeing the rain right now. And these showers, moderate rain is going to last for at least the next couple of hours before it tapers off to light showers. So the forecast for today, it remains rain across the entire region. Some moderate, some light winds will be southwest at 10, 20 mile per hour gust for tonight. Rain finally moves out of the area. Fair skies during the overnight. There will be cloudy skies into your workday for Monday. Cloudy, high temperatures in the low 50s. We'll have some sunshine for Tuesday, but more rain for Wednesday. So those that are going to the game, if you're heading out, you won't be dodging any raindrops. They'll be there. Hopefully by the fourth quarter, there'll be a break. Temperatures outside right now, Prince George's County, Glendale, 53 degrees, Montgomery County, 52 for Penn Quarter, and for Silver Spring coming in at 51 degrees. Hey, thanks, Clay. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, why your mail may not be reaching its intended destination. It's 1120. Family traditions are meant to be shared. As we celebrate the holidays, families take time out to travel several hours over long distances to share their family traditions with their loved ones. During the holidays, our close family at Jaguar Land Rover of Alexandria understands the importance of spending more time creating precious memories with the ones you love. We invite you to come enjoy our barista's specialty desserts and holiday drinks while we service your Jaguar or Land Rover during our same-day service. That's right, the same day. We also have one of the largest new and pre-owned inventories in the DMV area, showcased in the largest upscale state-of-the-art dealership located right off the Beltway on South Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. We at Jaguar Land Rover of Alexandria would like to wish everyone a healthy and happy holiday season full of warmth and love wherever your travels may take you. We encourage you to see what makes us different from the rest. Stop in or you can visit us online at jlralexandria.com. The family tradition continues. 1877 cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. With car prices at an all time high, our donors are now getting highest receipts ever. Donate at carsforkids.org and your car can be picked up tomorrow. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. The Virginia Lottery presents Bad Gift Ideas. Want to make this holiday season truly special for the kids? Then definitely do not give these as gifts. A rock, a ball of rubber bands, a pet porcupine, toothpaste, a toaster, and finally, drum roll please, 
lottery tickets. Virginia Lottery Games make the perfect gift, but only for those 18 years or older. Brought to you by the Virginia Lottery and the Virginia Council on Problem Gambling. Please gift responsibly. This is WTOP News. At 1123, a warning from the U.S. Postal Service about mail thievery. Theft of mail, specifically checks, from those blue U.S. Postal Service boxes continues to be a problem. Kathy Brandt lives in Dunwoody, Georgia, outside Atlanta. Anything I mail is important, so I don't want to put something in a box that's sitting in the middle of the street. Paul Shade is a U.S. Postal Inspector. The consequences for mail theft can be up to five years in federal prison and a $250,000 fine for your first offense. The Postal Service is telling people to hand mail directly to your postal carrier or take it directly to a post office. Jim Crisilda, CBS News. Arlington County's longtime sheriff, Beth Arthur, announced last week she will not seek re-election next year. Arthur is now reflecting on her time in office. Last time I hung up my spurs, I... Uh, literally um, have spent more than half my life here. After 36 years with Arlington County, Sheriff Beth Arthur says she's ready to start a new chapter of her life. I think it's time for you know, new leadership and new opportunities for other people, and I'm ready to travel. She spent the last 22 years as sheriff and was the first female sheriff of a Virginia county. Some of her proudest accomplishments include expanding programs for inmates at the county jail and her office's work on 9-11. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Steven Spielberg's new semi-autobiographical film, The Fablemans, is now in theaters. WTOP discussed Spielberg's legacy with two legendary names of DC movie reviews, Arch Campbell and Oliver Jones, the son of Davy Marlin Jones. This film was very moving. The urtext of Spielberg's movies has been divorced. He's trying to understand something that's haunted him his whole life. Oliver Jones, son of Davy Marlin Jones, says The Fablemans continues Spielberg's career theme of the breakup of the family unit like E.T. When E.T. dies and he starts crying, for being able to get that performance, you got lightning with that. Arch Campbell will never forget seeing Jaws at the Uptown Theater. Everybody was talking. Talking about Jaws, people would line up around the block, thus the name Blockbuster. Here are a breakdown of Spielberg's entire career on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Nearly three years after millions of workers left their office cubicles and set up shop at home as the COVID pandemic first hit, many employers are trying to coax or order them back. So how's that been going? Many of the announcements are kind of rule-based. Katie George at management consultancy McKinsey & Company. When the workforce comes into the office, they do exactly the same work that they were doing at home, but just with the inconvenience of a commute. George tells Bloomberg that ordering employees back to the physical workplace risks losing many of them to firms that offer more flexibility. But just asking them to come back doesn't work either. Unless work feels different when you're in person from what you were doing at home, people will not see the value of coming in. The answer for employers is to justify in-person work while understanding that it may be impossible to fully return to what used to be. Because we have so much more flexibility than we've ever had before. This is not about going back to some old norms. This is about inventing new ones. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden wants action on banning assault weapons. 1126. When your back pain is your foot's fault, this is Dean's story. It was affecting me when I walked, which is a kind of a common activity. Dean's chronic pain had become a pain in the you-know-what. At first, I just sort of ignored it, but eventually everything catches up to you. Physically and mentally. Back pain.